Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is the creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show and watch your life grow. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Philippe Matthews Show, and I am so super excited to have a legendary guest on on the show today. Uh, Her name is Mai Haley. She is the widow of uh, acclaimed Alex Haley. She is now, uh, for the first time, releasing uh, what seems to be an incredible uh, trilogy of uh, uh, mag- magnanimous proportion. Uh, her first book, uh, The Treason of Mary Louvester. How are you, my love? I'm great and so happy to be talking to you. <laughs> I am, you have no idea how much more I am of uh, being able to talk to you. Um, now, we all know your, your incredible legacy and history. Uh, with uh, your late husband, Alex Haley. Um, But now you are uh, kind of, um, if you will, coming out a little bit, showing out a little bit uh, (laughs) (laughs) with with some great work. Uh, The Treason of Mary Louvester is a a fiction uh, uh, series, uh, and uh, she is something else, let me tell you. Uh, But I want you, (laughs) I've been doing a little reading, she's Jesus. Firecracker. Uh, but I want you to tell uh, our listeners about who is Mary uh, Louvester, where does she come from, uh, how does she relate, relate to uh, uh, the Civil War and, and the time period that you decided to put her in. Mary Louvester actually lived. She was a real person. And um, I learned about her through... Alex's master researcher, George Sims, who practically lived in the Library of Congress, and he brought me a little squib <laughs> on her. And um, so later when we had finished one of the other projects that we were working on after um, the first miniseries, I was mm-hmm. able to go to Norfolk and verify her, uh, confirm her life there. She was a black woman, seamstress turned spy. And what happened was um, her master was helping to refurbish the Merrimack and turn it into an ironclad, a real dogfighter that was going to be called the CSS Virginia. Mm-hmm. And because she was in such close proximity of the plans, she was confronted with a dilemma, what do I do? You know, imagine what you would do. I mean, here you are, you're cleaning off the desk, and you see these plans every day, and you feel so 
if I wasn't supposed to do something about this, I wouldn't be in the proximity of these plants of what do I do. Mm-hmm. But if you do something, like Mary, with her choice, if she, if you do something, it's going to cost every single thing you've ever known, every loved one, every friend, every everything that you have enjoyed as, as life's comforts and whatnot. And possibly and, your life. Uh, and... Exactly. Uh, the bottom line was her life, and so she made that decision to copy the plans. And wow. uh, it was at the start of the Civil War, and plans were to have this great naval battle in Hampton Roads. And so she had to get these plans to uh, North to the Secretary of the Navy, Gideon Wells, as soon as possible. She, he was the only person that she could imagine she could get them to. And because there were so many restrictions on travel for blacks during that time, I chose to have her walk during this terrible, terrible winter. And furthermore, I upped the ante by having her pursued by a very clever bounty hunter, and she had to uh, outwit him the entire way. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, so, it was, you know, her, her story that I wrote was inspired by the true woman's story, which was very scant. You know, I really had to fill in a lot of blanks. Um, You learned of this story some time ago then. Um, Exactly, yes. Uh, 1970, let's see, had to be around 75, 76 when I first learned about it, but then I had to put it away. I'm going to say working on long as a, as a result of uh, <laughs> telling this story. That's a, you know, that's, a, that's a little bit of time. <laughs> exactly. What happened was I was working on the next miniseries um, okay. with that, and then he had a number of projects after that, and um, it turned out that, you know, it's funny how life happens. It's that, you know, this, your story is only going to happen when you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. And this story and I were not ready for each other for a long time. I really had to grow into Mary. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it wasn't until Alex died that I picked it up again, and I said, "Well, you know, let me let me try this out again." Mm-hmm. But still, Mary's shoes did not fit me. You know, life was not through with me yet, and I had to deal with a little bit more. And mm-hmm. then it was about two years ago. I said, let me open this box. I opened the box and six months later the book was written. You know. How long did it take you to to write it once once it was time? How long did it take you to complete? Six months. Are you kidding me? Six. No, it was it, it had gelled, it had formed. All the char- all the characters were, you know, they, they would line up next to my bed when I woke up in the morning, and I would simply go to the computer and write down what they told me to say. It was like that. It really was. My fingers wow. would simply fly. Amazing, amazing. So, how um, much time did you spend for writing each day? I mean, was there was it regimented or did it? come in various different times? What was your process? Well, I'm I'm pretty disciplined, and this is one of the things that used to get on Alex's nerves. Um, (laughs) 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 My day usually begins around 4 a.m., you know, almost, okay. almost always 4 a.m. I'm at my desk and I'm starting 
starting my work. That seems to be my time. It always has been through college, whatever, uh, working with it always 4 a.m. It seems to get, be that I get into the swing, and I love to welcome in Dawn as I'm working. It's just mm-hmm. kind of like asking for a blessing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I work, I work until it's through with me. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So so it's just a, a innate sense that you know, okay, I'm done for the day. Yeah, we know when you start typing gibberish, you know that it's time to take a break. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I do know about that. <laughs> now, now, this story is not just one book. You are doing a series. It's six altogether. Wow. Wow. It goes across time from the Civil War period, 1861, to present day. Wow. That's amazing. Now, you have obviously finished the first one and released the first one. Where are you with the next one, and how how does that come about in terms of, uh, you, you know, do you ever fear that, oh, my gosh, by the time I get to the sixth one, I, I, there might be something I need to, I should have put in the first one. How does that work for you? No. No, they're they're all their own entity. Like the second one that I'm almost finished with now, um, it, it's its own. It uh, it stands alone, okay. and it gives us a different picture of Mary. She becomes much more um, intelligence agent because she also has people with her on this particular mission that very mm-hmm. few people know about, which is so much fun, you know, unearthing little unknown facts of history. Um, and so she's involved with that, and she has to take care of her group. And, oh, you know, it, it's like drama and and fun. It's just hilarious at times with some of these crazy characters and some of the things that they get involved with. Um, but she she is the serious worker for the cause. Uh, it sounds like, uh, even though this is a very serious story, a weighty story, uh, it sounds like there were moments, or many moments, that were just pure joy to to uh, take from your mind to uh, paper. You know, the characters have their own voice and mm-hmm. their own personality. And when they assert that, I mean, sometimes you just have to sit back and laugh. You do, because they just simply tell you what they're going to say and do, and you just have to, you know, give them their head, you know. That is unbelievable. So I remember uh, you and I talking before, and and after downloading uh, uh, the book and talking with you about this this six uh, series, um, you know, I kind of said, well, who – if we're if we're going to take this, and, and I'm certain that it's going to be a miniseries, I'm certain somebody's going to pick this up, and this is going to be a huge. huge oh, God bless! God oh, bless! I'm, I'm, it's, 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 you know what? I am, I'm already calling it. Oprah is going to call up and say, "You know what? We need this our own." She's going to well, produce it she, the whole nine. Tell us she's late because I've been waiting by the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah, girl, if you listen, look, you know, you know what this, what this girl can do. You know the legacy. Go ahead, do the right thing. Pick this on up, and, and, and you. Let me tell you, this is a great, great story. Um, and we kind of uh, talked about it. it. Was really interesting. I said, well, who do you think uh, should play or could play? Uh, Mary, 
and it was fat, it was fascinating that both of us uh, almost simultaneously said uh, Angela uh, uh, Bassett. Wasn't that amazing? That's right. That lady walks the walk and talks the talk. Let me tell you. Yeah, it's like 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 my grandmother up. used to. My grandmother used to say she covers the ground she stands on. <laughs> I love that. She covers the ground she stands on. Oh, that's nice. I've never heard that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, Angela doesn't play. She she uh, and, and and one of the things that you said that 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 was very profound was, you know, uh, Angela has gone through. This is a role uh, and a character for someone who has really gone through some stuff uh, to mm-hmm. be able to understand the character and the nature uh, of Mary. And, and Angela has, has had that walk, as you call it. Not only that, Mary was a beautiful woman, as is Angela. You know, she is just fine. She is. She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She's if a you're fine listening to Angela, woman. You know, no, I'm not trying to mess with nothing, but I'm just saying, holla at a brother. Um <laughs> 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 Women, we love you. You you are you are amazing in your own right. In order to sustain and hold the attention of an Angela Bassett, and vice versa. Uh, and we, we love you, we love you both uh, for being in each other's lives. Uh, but you know this this character of Mary. Uh, she's a beautiful woman. She realizes that uh, she's in a, uh, a situation uh, that. That, that really she can't get out of once she makes that move, once she makes that decision. That's it. There's no turning back. Uh, talk to us about some of the uh, other characters that uh, come along to help her with this journey. Well, she's, she's got her little sidekick, Cooley Parts. And I just love Cooley. Cooley is just about as feisty as she can be. And, uh, I mean, she takes nothing off of nobody. She is entirely fearless. She is as coarse as she can be. And, you know, simple, plain, um, just good-hearted, but fierce when it comes to protecting her Mary. You know, you you don't mess with Mary when and Cooley's around. That's nice. That's nice. Oh yeah, you could easier play with a snake than you could with Cooley when it comes to Mary. Love it. Love it. Uh, now, as always, when you are writing, it's a very it, there's a catharsis that occurs when when you're writing, whether it's nonfiction, fiction, whatever it is. Uh, and so the question I have for you is who, you you know, as you were discovering. Uh, Mary Louvessa, what did you discover about you in the process? Well, that's the thing. That's what had to happen. There had to be transformations in me in order to allow this character to come through. Um, I think that I was going through so much life circumstance at first that I was brittle and not really allowing her free flowing movement through me and onto the page, if Mm -hmm. you can understand what I mean by that. Just being open to the process. I think I was trying to, to put too much thought into her and, you know, and in, and in thinking up a character, a lot of times, 
it's you, you come out with a character that's full of good technique, but mm-hmm. not a good character character mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. through that practice. And then I needed to do it over and over and over again mm-hmm. until I, you know, because all of it was part of learning the art and, and craft of writing. It, you know, I wish it had come sooner, but it didn't for me. And um, you know, also I had to get to that point where she was ready to blossom mm-hmm. in me, and I was I was ready to allow. Like I like I said to you before, that uh, grandmother used to say that nothing is more powerful than a thing whose time has fully come. Yeah, that's absolutely. And Mary and I had to come together and blossom, and mm-hmm. we did. You know, it's you know, it's like a, try to stop a flower from from blossoming when it's 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 time. You know, right, right. You absolutely. have to kill it before. You right. know, that's absolutely right. Um, this is amazing. Uh, what? Um, let's go back a little bit um, because you've had many transformations in your life. Uh, and and one, of course, was uh, meeting and falling in love with this brilliant mind uh, uh, named Alex. Um, how did you guys meet, and, and when did you know that this is the guy, this is the one? Alex came to my campus, the Ohio State University, and I was preparing to defend my dissertation the next day, and this friend of mine, an African student named Tunji Abayomi, came over and he said, you've got to come to the auditorium. Alex is speaking. I thought, oh, my God, uh, I have a choice between making my notes to defend my dissertation and going to hear Alex. Well, there was no choice. I went to hear Alex. <laughs> and <laughs> it was amazing. I went, and it was like a, a three-tiered audience packed standing room only and that man came from behind the podium he stood in front of the podium and for a speaker that can feel so vulnerable but Mm -hmm, I guess mm -hmm. not to him because Mm -hmm. he spoke for two and a half hours riveting the audience galvanizing people I mean meshing us in our emotions of, of the story that he was telling about us all as he was telling about his search for roots, it was oh just outstanding. I knew I wanted to work with him, and so after my graduation, um, you know the, the typical process is to send out resumes to different colleges and universities, and I mm-hmm. did that. And um, so one of them that I got back was from Harvard. Now Harvard, that could, uh, the university that could pay me a lot. And Alex, they could pay me nothing. I chose to go with Alex because I believed in in the project. I believed it was something special and important to bring to the world. Mhm, mhm. Uh, so that was so, so so that was one massive transformation in your life. Uh, and then, of course, the bursting, if you will. Uh, uh, well, the point of this collaboration. I mean, how did the collaboration begin? Well, that was not easy. What made it possible, I think, was the press of time. Alex was um, 
he was late on every single deadline with the producer who had bought network time for the miniseries. He was behind in providing copy to the screenwriters. He was behind in getting the material to the publisher. Everybody was mad at him. His ex-wives were mad at him. I mean, everybody was mad at him. You know? I mean, I think the man was sought after. (laughs) There were wanted posters on the corner. You know, it was so bad. And so when I walked into his cottage in the grill, Jamaica, where he was living, it was just a wall of research material and first draft stuff that had to be gone through and and then, you know, reduced down to chapters and stuff. It it was just, he, he needed help. It was a daunting task, and, and he was just too close to it. Was, it. Yeah, he was. He was. Well, and also he needed. It was huge, mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. the time press. So he needed help, and so we just, you know, rolled up our sleeves and went to work. But wow. it wasn't easy because, because I mean, imagine, you know, you're you're the writer. I mean, you you're very confident of your material. You know, here mm-hmm. comes this little mm-hmm. Spitfire who just graduated and is so full of piss and vinegar and thinks she can do anything. You know, and you know, and it's like, wait a minute here. I mean, this is my stuff. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so you know, it, collaborations are, are can sometimes be difficult, but we, but we worked it out, you know, and and a lot of it had to do with the fact that we worked 24 hours. I worked wow. from 4 a.m. until the middle of the afternoon. Alex worked from the middle of the afternoon until almost 4 a.m. Wow, amazing! So now you know. Here's a crazy question that uh, I'm sure you've had many times. Uh, but uh, just you know, for the for for the sake of it, we, uh, of humoring me, uh, we've got to ask the question again, and that is, did you guys, when you were putting this together, putting together roots, did you have any inkling that it was going to be as big as it was? But not only as big as it was, but I mean, literally history making. I mean, it changed the planet, it changed the world. Did you ever have? contemplations about that or the possibility of that? I did. I'm not sure, Alex, if he did, maybe he didn't want to admit to it, but I can remember we were sitting on the veranda on his mountain house in Jamaica, and even though we didn't have any money, he always convinced people to let us rent someplace that was nice. Mm-hmm. And we were renting this um, this place, this mountain house, and we were looking far over the flower gardens and way, way off to the sea. And I felt something shift. Mm-hmm. I like, this is going to be big. I said, I can feel the wave. I said, you are standing in the crest of this great wave. You better know what to do with it. And he was saying, yeah, well, uh-huh, okay. Wow. So you, you, sure. you, so Peter, Peter kind of nudged you a little bit and said, you know, this is, this is, this is it. This is going to be something that, that is life-altering. But, you know, I can understand his response because he had been in the throes of it for so long. 
Mm-hmm. You know, he was in the foxhole. He was not on the mm-hmm. mountaintop. Mm-hmm. He was in the mm-hmm. foxhole. Mm-hmm. And so he was just seeing one foot in front of uh, the other for so long that actually when you finally write that last page, it's like you don't know what to do with yourself. You don't know what to mm-hmm. think. Nothing. You know, it's like, it's wow, like a, what, a, what just happened? an incredible career and you know? all of Right, yeah. you know. <laughs> Wait, where where do I check into the next day? I mean, you know, it's like mm, you you don't feel like you belong someplace, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm, Well said, well said. Great insight. Um, So so here's another another major part of your life, and that is the part where you guys become celebrities. Over almost overnight, uh, you become a house. Your your name becomes a household word. Um, how did that change for you? How did you adjust to that? How did your family adjust to that? Well, it, it was it was very strange to wake up and with people staring in the picture window in the living room, you know, people came down <laughs> on the front door step. I mean, one lady used her um, her welfare check to to buy a bus ticket from someplace in the south and camped on the front porch. and wow. That woman wasn't leaving no matter what. I don't wow. know. Alex is all speaking, and I'm inside going, he's not home. <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't matter. For us, it was a real, it was a radical change because we arrived in Las, Van- Los Angeles. I had one red dress and a pair of maroon wedgies, and one green dress, and a pair of green T-straps. Alex had one blue suit that was so shiny from wear, he was embarrassed, and one gray suit. And um, there were holes in both pairs of brown shoes and black shoes that he had painted over so many times with Shinola shoe polish then when he walked, he left behind a trail of the the oh wax of the, the polish. It was pathetic. It was pathetic. And suddenly, I you know, <laughs> I'm laughing with, not at, because I can relate to that. It was pitiful. And so I didn't know anything about shopping for him. And I had to be a quick study. And fortunately, there were some really kind people who helped me and you know got helped me to get Alex ready for the road and everything but um it it was bizarre, and people passing through the house you don't know and asking, "Have they moved in? Who are these people? Wow, it was just it was like that it was surreal in in, in certain moments, I'm sure. It was. It was. It was. It was like living in a kaleidoscope that kept moving. Uh, well, you know, in many ways, um, I think that uh, the two of you were literally thrusted into the category of a Martin Luther King or or Malcolm X or Gandhi. I mean, you guys were put at that level in that category. Uh, as 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 world leaders, uh, not that you asked for it. I'm sure there have been many moments when you said, "Boy, we really don't want all of this uh, level of of accountability uh, and responsibility of of, of fame." Uh, but I think that's you know where where 
you know, kind of history has placed you? Well, you know, Alex would call me up sometimes to tell me about the bizarre things that would happen in airports. Like this one time, um, when heyday, he called me up and he said, I had just gotten off the plane when this woman came up to me, fell on her knees and started kissing my shoes. He said, what kind of person does that? He said, my God, I couldn't believe it. He kept trying to say, lady, please get up, get up. <laughs> he said, don't be kissing my shoes. Oh, my God. Scared him to death. <laughs> oh. oh. So, so all it, kinds you know, of crazy stuff happened. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure it still is. Uh, in 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 when people find out uh, who you are, uh, that uh, you know, again, you guys created history and changed history and 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 um, gave African Americans a a, a, a a new face uh, and gave uh, white America a wake-up call in the reality of what actually happened. Because uh, there's a, you know, there's a huge denial process there. Um, mm -hmm. What, how were you um, accepted or treated by, uh, as uh, my pastor, the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman said, the light expression people? <laughs> oh, you know her? I love her. Oh, my God. Since the age of 10, I was raised in that church. Oh, my God. I met her one time. Oh, my goodness. Isn't she something? She is uh, my, well, she's my spiritual, her and, and, and Reverend Dr. Helen Carey are my spiritual mothers. I consider them, uh, oh, I would my not goodness. be doing what I'm doing, and I would not be who I am if it were not for their foundation. Uh, oh, you know, so. <clears throat> remarkable so lady. I had no idea. Oh. You know, when you're a kid, you just don't know. You know, your mom is schlepping you to church on Wednesday night service and Sunday. Yes. <laughs> you know. Uh, but then yes. you adult and you realize, uh, excuse me, you're a part of history, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stock. remarkable uh, lady. Oh, yes. yes, you're blessed. Absolutely. Well, uh, well let me tell you about um, something I am pleased about with regard to Alex and the voice and the language that he helped to give to us in terms of um, – talking about our connections, mm -hmm. um, not only our genealogical connections, looking for our own ancestry, but also the connections that we find that, you know, we're all kind of pretty connected to each other. I have been um, asked to write a one-man show about Alex, and wow. I am so pleased to accept that. Oh, and, my God. Uh, yeah, and it's ready. I mean, I can hardly oh. wait to get to the computer because it is ready to come out. Oh, I It is not going to take me long that. to roll little-known facts about Alex and things about Alex that were so endearing, you know, that mm -hmm. helped this man, you know, in, in his ability to give us what he did. It, it's absolutely incredible. I was talking to my sweetheart who just became uh, a grandmother, and one of the things that she asked me to do, and this was before uh, you and I met, which was kind of uh, uh, serendipitous, 
<clears throat> she said one of the first things she said, because you have uh, this computer literacy thing going on, and you have, like, this Amazon account. I want my grandbabies to know who they are and where they came from. Can you go online and look to see if you can find a series of roots for me? And I said, absolutely, because that was when we were coming up. It was it, you. That's what you did. You did not. You changed and altered your entire schedule in life to because you know we, back then there was no VCRs or anything. You couldn't record. So television that's was right. Television actually uh, 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 predicted your behavior. Uh, and so you were sitting in front of the TV uh, at, 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 at 6 or 7 o'clock waiting for this miniseries to come on, and you didn't do anything else but the family was completely quiet and, uh, and, until the, even during the commercials. And then after that, then you had a, 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 you talked about it. Uh, so I just right. that that is a, uh, a legacy that is going to continue on uh, you know, as long as we're on this planet. Um, how does that feel knowing that, you, you know, that you just kind of, you, cre you created a legendary movement You know, it's timing that has to go into it as, as well as everything else. But, you know, it, with regard to that, one of the most, uh, I think, exciting film projects would be the story of how that book came together, how that mm -hmm. book happened. You know, I mean, every time I think back about it, you know, go over all the kinds of things that could have happened, there would have been missteps that would, you know, that roots would not have been, and all the things that happened that were, like you, like you said, serendipitous, that made it happen. It is one exciting mystery drama comedy. I mean, it's a wonderful film piece. I to share with our young people today. I mean, you know, we we don't necessarily have to redo Roots, but if we did that film, it would introduce them to that whole thrust that mm -hmm. had to go together, mm -hmm. all of the different elements that oh had God. to come yes. together to yes. make that book happen. There well, were one so that, many times that could have been about a the process of you guys collaborating, all of the, you know, him walking and in, walking into to to uh, his his office in the Grill, Jamaica, and seeing all of the research stacked, you know, ceiling high. Uh, that's just to be able to 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 put yourself in that space uh, would be fantastic to see. Uh, well, it, it, and know, also to know that Alice was a faith-based person, mm -hmm. and it got to a point where he needed money. To, to expand his research from, this was before my time, so I'm telling tales out of school, but he needed money to expand his research from the U.S. into Africa. Mm -hmm. The Reader's Digest had helped him a lot, and they were continuing to help him, but he needed some more money, you know, to make that happen. 
And so what he did was, it's, it's amazing how this process happens. He put on his best suit, shirt, and tie. He polished his shoes, tops, and holes and soles. He packed the bottoms with newspapers so nobody would see. Mm. And he went up on the podium, and he said, I'm going to speak the best I can tonight because somebody is going to help me. At the end of that speech, a shipping magnet came up to him and handed him a check for $10,000. Wow. Faith. Wow. So many times. You simply have to step out on faith. What a life, uh, 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 another life lesson, you know. Uh, Absolutely. Incredible. incredible. Absolutely. Things that you wouldn't imagine come together for us to even be able to have the dialogues that we did during that period. Uh, I know you're on tour uh, with your book, and you'll be on tour probably (laughs) with a six series uh, probably for the next 10 or 20 years. (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So, so with that being said, when you when you're on tour with your book uh and you are doing readings from your book, uh is it one of those situations where they just allow you to read through your book or do do you have people coming up to you like myself, uh, you know, saying thank you so much for your contribution of what what you and Alex uh have have, have done for uh, 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 black folk o- o- around the world. Uh, is it, is, has there ever been a time when you could just go and talk about Mary and 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 never talk about uh, your collaboration, or, or or how are you received uh, when you are doing your book signings? Well, it's 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 wonderful what happens, and I was surprised to see it. That not only do people want to acknowledge that maybe they met Alex during that period, mm-hmm. some will even bring the autograph, autograph copy of of Roots that autographed by Alex, and then ask me wow. that wow. it's happened. But they also uh, acknowledge that I am separate from that as well. That I wow. uh, I am a writer on my own, and they're willing to give me that presence. Nice. That's beautiful. Well, uh, I bet they would because if anyone, please go out, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're, if, if you're uh, listening to this, and, and, and if you have a Kindle or not, download it. If you have a Kindle, if not, pick up, uh, order it. Uh, this is an incredible piece of work. You are, um, in your own right, a, a phenomenal writer. Uh, and if you had never been uh, a Haley, this is something still you need to read. It's an incredible piece of work, The Treason of Mary Vester, an incredible piece of work. Uh, I am now reading it and can't wait for the next piece and the next series and the so on and so forth. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> so I just want to thank I'm you waiting. for... Huh? I, I'm waiting by the phone for Oprah. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right, Oprah. Uh, if you're listening, love... Uh, you got some work to do. Uh, you got a great miniseries here that would be fantastic and just perfect for OWN. I can see you doing the whole thing uh, and doing it extremely well. Nobody else actually could probably do it better than you. So, uh, Oprah, just pick up the phone and make it happen, girl. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. I'm going to send it to her. I'm sending it to her. I'm sending this interview to her. 
Uh, oh, wow. letter. I'm going to do it. I'm, yeah, absolutely. I mean, who else could possibly do this better than her? Come on, give me a break. Um, so what I want to also is uh, from uh, from my heart to your to your heart and to the heart of the listeners, I just want to thank you for being uh, so many wonderful things uh, at so many different times and points in history so that we still are able to have you and your body of work in the contribution and the new uh, segment and saga of your life. I want to thank you for being uh, a wonderful student uh, and, and getting your Ph.D. I want to thank you for, for being such a, a wonderful fiancé and then soon and then wife to, to Alex. I want to thank you for being a great mother uh, to your children. I want to thank you for being a great collaborator with your husband, which is so hard to do. It's just hard sometimes picking out groceries together. Let him <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> That's right. No, I don't want this type of rice. I don't want this type of That ain't right. That you know, is exactly right. Come on now. And so That's I want to right. thank you for being who you had to be mm-hmm. for that collaboration. And then I want to thank you for being uh, my Haley, uh, 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 the woman who is bringing Mary Louvester to the world uh, and, and, and the many uh, iterations uh, of that coming soon. So I, I just love you to pieces and just thank you so much for being you. Thank you. Thank you so much. My gosh. <laughs> it's almost overwhelming. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad you enjoyed Mary because she's going to live with you for a little while. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's going to be with me. It's so funny because when I hear Mary, I hear your voice when I'm reading it, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, oh, and also, Angela Bassett, if you're listening, girl, come on now. Pick up the phone. Call. Oh, that's right. <laughs> call. Let's get this thing rolling. We've got to get this out of here. Our people need to see this and know this. They need to experience it. Uh, so what I want absolutely. to do is invite you back. Yeah, absolutely. I want to invite you back uh, as many times as you want to come back on the show, but I want to invite you back uh, and talk a little bit more about uh, Mary as she has evolved as well as how you have evolved in terms of uh, the, the book signings and, and who, you, who you have met and the stories uh, that you have accumulated and will accumulate. So I want you to come back. I would love it. Thank you. I would love to do that. <laughs> fantastic. All right, my love. Well, this is it for us today. I thank you so much for being with me and taking time out of your 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 uh, busy schedule. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you again, my love. All right. Thank you. Stay All in right. touch. Take care now. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.